there, you're very welcome along to the final episode in the Tradcast with Trays series in association with the Arts Council of Ireland. Where did those 10 weeks go? I've enjoyed every moment of doing this podcast and to think I was so petrified the night before I launched the very first episode. But the support and feedback I've received from you all is incredible. And I want to say a special thank you to the Arts Council of Ireland as well for the funding to make this dream of mine into a reality. Hopefully I'll be back next summer for a second series. All of your reviews and ratings really help. So if you haven't done so already, pop a review in Apple podcast or if not just pop one on my Facebook page Threes McInerney Music and Media. Today's final episode I think is one of the most important. We are talking minding creative minds and seeing as it's the last episode I've gone all out and I've not one but two great guests on the program. Dave Reed the founder of Minding Creative Minds joins me and Elmerio Dwyer also chats to me a little later about her fundraising efforts for the cause and how lockdown has been in the singing circle. I hope you enjoy. I'm delighted to be joined today by the founder of Minding Creative Minds, Dave Reed. Dave, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks, Ruth. And Dave, for anyone who hasn't heard of this fantastic new initiative, could you tell us what is Minding Creative Minds and where did the idea stem from? Yeah, uh, this this idea was in the works for the last two years, Therese. Um, it's established to try and help, I suppose, anybody working in, in the music sector. Um, it includes a 24-hour helpline. It includes a um, up to six pre counseling sessions, and there's also an app and a platform as well where people can can talk to a qualified counselor, psychotherapist. Um, also, um, yeah, I mean it's it's backed by Imro, Irma, First Fortnight, the BAI. Um, so it's just a service that's there to try and help us with artists. Um, you know, with any any issue, I guess, you know, um, from, from personal issues to, as I said, uh, legal or financial. And is this something that's been in your mind to do for a while or is it just since COVID-19? Because I think it's it's probably a real positive out of COVID-19 because I think artists and anyone involved in the creative world, whether you're in admin or a techie or whatever role you have to play, I think there's always maybe been a need for this service. But I suppose this whole situation has shone a light and escalated the need for it, maybe. Yes, 100%. Um, yeah, we, we kind of started work on this uh, two years ago. Uh, basically, I was a board member of... Um, it's a project called First Fortnight. It's a mental health arts um, festival, basically. And uh, I was a board member there for eight years. And I suppose during that time, I got to know the kind of strife, I suppose, and problems that artists encounter. And two years ago, then, we just, you know, I decided to try and establish something that would benefit artists, I guess. Um, the legal sector has something like this. Um, Leah Healthcare has a program for all their members as well. So, it's about time that there is something for the creative sector there because they obviously give so much back. And uh, we done a survey last year with First Fortnight that um, I went out to maybe 1,200 people or 1,300 people and 95% of the respondents said that they had had a mental health issue during their lifetime, you know. So I suppose artists kind of naturally suffer more from these issues than the normal population due to the nature of the work, I guess. Um, the, the time nature of the work, I suppose, the long hours, the lack of social interaction, I suppose, there's alcohol issues. So, yeah, there, there's a definite need for, for 
something like this, really, you know. Definitely. And can you use this service over the phone or online? How do, how exactly does it work? And is there specific opening hours? Yeah, the helpline is is available twenty four seven. So it is. So if if anybody calls it, it it's um, zero. Uh, sorry, eighteen hundred eight one four two four four calling from Ireland or Northern Ireland. Then it's zero eight hundred oh nine oh three six seven seven. So anybody that calls that um, can talk to a qualified counsellor or psychotherapist twenty four seven. And then the app and the platform then are available from from nine in the morning to ten at night. And then there's also like advice, I suppose, as well on on legal matters, financial matters. Um, and, and more as well. So it's a comprehensive program. It, it's not just mental health, I suppose. It, it covers all areas that that people might have issues on, I guess, as well, you know. And I guess, you know, those issues, you know, the legal issues and money issues, they can often cause mental health problems in turn as well, can't they? 100%, yeah, because I suppose most artists, you know, or some artists might be able to afford a kind of specialist um, industry accountant or industry lawyer. So I suppose to have something like this that they can get you know some some basic advice or good advice on I suppose is helpful you know definitely and something I, I saw on the website that'd be worth mentioning as well is can partners of those in the creative industry can they get involved and we have a lot of listeners on the podcast from all over the world so can Irish musicians also call from abroad 100% yes the, the helpline is like available we'll say worldwide yes it's, it's like absolutely yeah and and partners of of, of people in this sector can we'll say, use it as well so Absolutely, yeah. That's brilliant. And if someone is listening in as well, and I think this is really important, and they're like, oh, I'm actually not feeling great, but I don't know if I deserve to use this service. I don't know if I hit rock bottom yet, or, you know, is is there more people that deserve it more than me? Like, what would you say to them? I would say if anybody wants to, just wants a listening ear or some help or some advice or just someone to talk to, I guess, you know, it's, it's definitely there. So, um, yeah, we'd encourage anybody to, to pick up the phone or, or download like you know the special app as well. I mean, it's it's there, so we're trying to spread the word about it, I guess, as well. You know, so it was launched in June second, and we've had a good number of people use it between then and now, I guess. You know, um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's there to be used. So so we definitely encourage anybody that that just wants like listening ear or if they feel that they might need counselling as well. Um, you know, please please don't hesitate to call, I guess. You know. And it's all free of charge. It's six counselling sessions you get, is it? Yeah, it's up to six, yes. And it's all free of charge, yes, 100% really. Yeah. Brilliant, Dave. And if you had to give a couple of tips now to anyone, not to put you on the spot, but if you had to give a couple of tips to anyone working in the arts industry and they're feeling a bit lost or down and don't know what to do, is there any simple actions that you'd advise to take right now? Yeah, I think, you know, they definitely need a support structure, you know, somebody to talk to, I suppose, someone to kind of bounce ideas off um, you know, to try and have a best friend or a sibling or a parent or or just, you know, try and have someone to talk to, I guess, you know. Um, things are really rough now with obviously with COVID and the live industry is like decimated, like it's dead, you know. So it will come back. So I suppose people need to maybe set some, some goals or to try and record a song or an album during this time or to try and write more songs or or try and learn another instrument. I suppose to try and put a positive kind of spin on things to maybe reset goals, I guess. But um, it's it's definitely important to try and have someone to kind of talk to, I guess. And um, as I said, if if anybody feels that they need 
someone to listen to them, you know, definitely call what they call us, please, you know. Brilliant. And I think that's that's great advice as well, you know, to even try and advance your skills now that there's a the bit of extra time to do it. And you mentioned about things opening up again. Do you have any idea when when do you think music gigs and festivals will be back up running or what do you hope to see happen in the near future? Well, I'm involved in other projects as well and I actually manage acts as well. So um, I'm, I'm kind of heavily involved. I personally don't see things getting back to, you know, normal, like, like I think, until the end of next year, I think, you know. Um, um, but it's it's very hard to gauge that. I, I see, you know, promoters and, and, and bookers are kind of are kind of cancelling shows from March, April next year and putting them in for even autumn now. Or It's just hard to say, you know. Um, there, there's obviously a lot of gigs pencilled in for next March and April, but... I'd be doubtful if, if they would go ahead, but you have to remain positive as well. And um, obviously there's gigs taking place in England and Germany that have 20% capacity. So I suppose there's some hope there, but like returning to normal, what was normal, you know, pre-COVID and pre-last March, I think it could definitely be awesome of, of, of next year, I'd say, you know. Yeah, and I suppose it's good, you know, to even have an idea in our minds as well because it, it means if you want to you know take on a course or just a course of action even for yourself that you you know that you have a couple of months to to get cracking at it or you know as you said get get making a new album but I the, I mentioned to you before that uh, how I heard about Mind and Creative Minds was a friend of mine and well-known traditional singer Elmaria Dwyer she is fundraising for you guys and she's walking to 200 kilometres and uh, doing a live concert as well and if anyone else is interested in fundraising for you guys or wants to look up the service um, and to find out more about it how do they do that? Yeah they can just contact us contact us at info at mindandcreativeminds.ie and um, yeah I mean that's great that people are doing all these things and, and um, we were one of the actual benefactors of some from the empty room there last month that was what was in Dublin as well which was um, a live show you know um, featuring Gavin James the Cronus um, yeah so so we're, they were just so grateful for, for anybody that's, that's there to try and fundraise I guess because the plan is to keep this project stroke service open I guess for a long time to come you know definitely and could you give us the number and the website again as well Dave sure yeah it's um, miningcreativeminds.ie and the numbers are 1800 814 244 and calling from Northern Ireland it's um, 0800 0903677 Well thank you so much Dave on behalf of the traditional arts community for coming up with this, this initiative and I hope people support it and most importantly use it uh, because it is there to be used Thanks a million Trace appreciate that Thank you. Dave Reed there, the founder of Minding Creative Minds. And we mentioned our own Elmarie O'Dwyer, the famous, fantastic traditional singer from County Cork. She is doing a lot of fundraising for the cause and I have her on the line with me right now. How are you, Elmarie? I'm very well, Trace. How are you? Great to hear from you, Elmarie. I'm doing great now. As you heard there, we were just talking to Dave Reed, um, the founder of Minding Creative Minds. And uh, I mentioned to him that uh, I had come across it from your your own Facebook page. How did you first come across Minding Creative Minds and why did it stand out to you? Um, it's funny that you should mention that you heard it from me because I actually heard of Minding Creative Minds from another musician, a friend of mine. Uh, she's actually, she's not a traditional singer or musician. She's more of a classical background, um, but she actually had it up on her social media about Minding Creative Minds. And I think it was, it was the name of the organisation that jumped out at me straight away. Uh, because I think it's very appropriately named and very cleverly named. 
And um, I just, I looked into it then to see what it was all about. And they had that concert series as well on RCE, Songs from an Empty Room, um, which of course went down very well um, and was very well publicised as well. Um, so I suppose, you know, it was it was her initial reaction to it on, on social media that got me interested to see what it, what it was all about. So I investigated it and looked it up and I just, the whole ethos of the organisation and the work that it was doing at the time and still continues to do um, really struck a card with me because I think, you know, when when COVID hit and obviously it hit the music industry so, so heavily, a lot of it became about money and about people, you know, earning a living and what were people going to do without their, their weekly income and their living and their gigs and whatnot. And there wasn't as much talk about how it was affecting musicians mentally and in their minds um, all us musicians and singers were all very creative and not being able to create and do what we love to do like I know myself as a singer I get so much of a kick out of what I do um, and to not be able to perform live in front of people you know it's it, it's inevitable that that's going to have an effect on people so I, I just found the work that Minding Creative Minds did was so so important and at the time it was something that wasn't overly being talked about um, so I suppose that's what got me interested in it. That's so true Elmarie and you know that that is so true about it you know all being maybe about money at the start and I suppose that can cause mental health issues in itself but how did COVID-19 affect you specifically as a singer and in the general singing circles? Yeah well I suppose I'm a primary school teacher as well um, so that, that kept me busy <laughs> for a lot of it uh, with online teaching and whatnot but as I say like as, as a singer you know, you're creating and you're performing and that's part of who you are and it's part of what you do. And all of a sudden, the rug is pulled from under you and that's gone. That whole aspect of, of you as a person is gone. And I have to say, no, <laughs> the first week or two or three, <laughs> I actually did kind of enjoy it in the sense that, God, there was nowhere to be. I wasn't having to rush places. I wasn't having to be at a certain gig at a certain time. And that aspect of it was nice, but bit by bit that, left <laughs> and all that was was there then was the void of, of not being able to perform for people um, singing circles are something that I love going to so singing sessions and I suppose the reason is the social aspect of it um, and singing with people and interacting with people um, obviously that couldn't happen either but what I saw myself doing and what I saw a lot of the singing circles doing was turning to a virtual singing circle and going online um, I performed a lot of Facebook Live concerts myself over the lockdown. And I have to say, looking back on it now, it was probably my saving grace mentally and in every way. Um, because it took me the week to organize, get backing tracks and pick my set list and advertise and organize. Um, and singing circles as well. It was just when they were online through Zoom or whatever um, platform we had. Um, it just meant that you were able to see people. And you were able to sing with people and for people. And um, so it gave people that, plat that platform. But God only knows when we'll actually be able to go back and do it in person, unfortunately. It, it was amazing how you put up those um, Facebook videos every week, um, Elmarie, that time. I really, really enjoyed them. And I had heard about the singing circles uh, going on Zoom and going online. How did that compare to actually, you know, being there in real life? Was was there a farantee, a balantee? How did it actually work? Yeah, so, so the one that I, that I um, first, went to was actually led by John Condon uh, from the Sansel Hill 
Singers Club there in County Clare. And uh, I, I was a bit apprehensive about it. Um, through school, I had done a lot of Zoom meetings and I find them, they can be a bit awkward, you know, and you're kind of, you don't know, and then the internet at home isn't always <laughs> overly hectic. So um, are they responding or has the internet gone or what's actually <laughs> happening? But So I was a bit apprehensive, <laughs> I was a bit apprehensive about it, you know, and um I went to the first one then and uh, I absolutely loved it. I really, really enjoyed it. So there was a Farity. Everybody else was muted until it was your time to sing. Um, the Farity then would call you to sing. You could introduce your song. You could say hello to everybody and whatever. And you'd sing your song and everybody would. You could see visually everybody was clapping. So obviously nothing beats the real thing. I mean, you couldn't compare them, you know. But at the same time, to fill that void, it, it very much helps. Uh, I have to say, they're still, yeah, and they're still ongoing. Um, I know that John organises a lot of them. Uh, the Cork Singers Club, um, they have online singing uh, sessions as well. I'll forget now, but there's there's been lots of them. I know that Lillis was trying to organise one, but unfortunately, I don't think it happened. Um, but because of internet, <laughs> rural Ireland being what it is, uh, unfortunately, sometimes we don't have the the connection that we need for it. But no, I mean, nothing beats the real thing, but they definitely, definitely help us for certain. And I suppose, you know, given what singers clubs and their their aim is to promote our tradition and promote our songs and whatnot, um, it's just keeping them alive. Just, you know, you'd be, you would be a little bit afraid that um, if this goes on and God only knows how long it's going to go on for, that we won't be able to meet in person. It's just helping to keep that song tradition um, alive as much as we can. And I suppose helping people, you know, people, people's mental health as well, because, you know, singing is such a such an important part of people's social lives as well. And if we go back to the, the Mind and Creative Minds, then tell us a little bit about the, the fundraising aspect. You decided to take on the Ring of Kerry. Yeah. So I suppose, look, you know, when, when lockdown hit, I think everybody took to the roads. It was, you know, we need to walk, we need to get air, we need to get out. Um, and I did and I was doing a lot of walking and then as soon as kind of lockdown finished and we were able to go out there I actually used to take off back to Kerry a lot um, to go climbing mountains and whatnot behind there um, but I just got this mad notion I had seen it online at virtual Ring of Kerry I didn't actually walk the Ring of Kerry for anybody who thinks that I was camped out in Kerry for the last month um, it was a virtual Ring of Kerry so basically what that means is I could walk in three months at home um, and put in the amount that I had walked into this virtual Ring of Kerry app and uh, it could tell me exactly where on the Ring of Kerry I had walked from and top. So I think currently I am between Beaufort and Killarney so I'm nearly back. I'm nearly home. I think I've about is it 12 or 13 kilometres left uh, to get done before Sunday but um Wow, I'm, I'm smiling here because I didn't realise that's what it was. That's brilliant. I, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Oh, that That's absolutely amazing. Yeah. So you're nearly you're nearly home. I'm nearly home, but I've gone the wrong way around apparently. <laughs> but that's the way the app took me. <laughs> you're supposed to go far over, so I'm coming back home by there. But um, no, a lot of people kind of I suppose the concept of it kind of went over their head, but I didn't mind that. That wasn't the whole purpose of the whole thing. It was to walk 200 kilometres um, in the month. Um, myself and my husband we went away to the Wild Atlantic Way there about two weeks ago, and uh, I. I think actually having the fundraiser made the holiday for me because it made me walk <laughs> so much of the beautiful spots of the Wild Atlantic Way. Um, I got a share of it done that week, actually, while we were away. Um, but I think as well, you know, it's all linking into itself because so many people go walking to improve and help their mental health. 
Um, so I just felt that the walking was a good way of connecting to um, Mind and Creative Minds as well. Now you have a concert as well on El Marie. Um, it's on today. The podcast release is today, Friday, the 28th of August. Um, so anyone uh, listening in today, they can attend your fundraising concert tonight. Um, and if people want to support Mind and Creative Minds, do they buy a ticket to the concert or will there be a link available to donate? How does it work? Yeah. So I've been so lucky. Um, I'm I, I aimed for a thousand euro, and um, we're nearly we're not quite there though. <laughs> we're nearly there, but we're not quite there. So I still I still would love people's support if we could. Um, it's a GoFundMe page today, so I'm um, doing the organising. So uh, when I go live uh, tonight, I will be putting the link on um, the top of of the, the Facebook live concert. You won't be able to miss it. I promise it'll be <laughs> it will stand out a mile, and uh, all people have to do is click on that and uh, they'll be able to donate in that way. But I, I am so grateful for the amount that has been raised already. I initially had said 500 and I was told by a few people, go for the thousand, just go for it and see what happens. So we're nearly there already. So I'm, I'm really hoping that the concert and tonight will push it over the line. Um, and then on either Saturday or Sunday, I'm not 100% sure yet which day I'm going to do it, but call Patrick. I'm going to climb call Patrick and that's the end bit of the fundraiser for the month of August. So we'll be, we'll be on the home straight then. Busy weekend ahead. It'll be done and dusted then. And anyone anyone listening to the podcast in the future then, because it's going to be available to download, of course, um, at any stage during the week, can they look back at the concert afterwards then? Yes, yeah. So I'll be doing it on my own Facebook page, El Mario Dora Music. Um, that's where I have done all the Facebook lives so far. And uh, that'll be, it's, it's, it'll be available from, from, from tomorrow night on. Um, I don't take them down. I had tied with the idea of it, but so many people have said, especially during the lockdown, that they would go back on it at a time that um, suited them. So I just decided, look, I'll just leave them there. Uh, sometimes to my own detriment, and I do go back over them sometimes myself when we were discussing this trade. <laughs> and you look back over the Facebook Live and you think, oh, I made a mistake there, and I shouldn't have said that, and I should have done this, but you know what? That's the beauty of live, and uh, we'll go with it. <laughs> so it'll be up there for forever. That is the beauty of live. And of course, if anyone wants to follow you or hear your music or buy your CDs, do you have a website or Instagram, or is Facebook the best place to follow you? Yeah, I suppose um, I'm very active on, on Facebook, particularly now since, the, since COVID, because I just find it such an easy way of, of I suppose interacting with people and continuing to keep my music out there as much as I can so anything that happens usually goes up on Facebook but I do also have a website and it's just very simple elmarieodwire.ie That is absolutely brilliant thank you so much for chatting to us today Elmarie it was great to hear from you Perfect and thanks so much for having me as always Trude I greatly greatly appreciate it thanks a lot Not at all and Shin A, that's it from Tradcast with Therese Series 1, done and dusted. I want to thank you so much for tuning in every week for the last 10 weeks. Thank you to all the amazing guests on this series, Jack Talty, Tara Howley, Colm Phelan, Paula Carroll, Kerr McNamara, Michelle Mulcahy, and of course today's guests, Dave Reed and Elmarie O'Dwyer. I hope to speak to you again for Series 2. If you've enjoyed this series, please spread the word, let your friends know, and leave some reviews on my Facebook and Apple Podcasts or feel free to pop me a message on Instagram. Until we speak again, mind yourself, don't be afraid to ask for support. There's so much out there for you. Slán August Bannacht.